and welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, episode 46. As always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So today we have what looks on the surface like a small list, but a big part of what we're going to talk about is kind of our breakdown and review of E3. It was, in my opinion, at least a little lackluster, but I I mean, I kind of was expecting it to be, so it pretty much met up with what I was expecting. There were a couple of things, don't get me wrong, that I was that I was hype on, but it uh, it wasn't just like wave after wave of awesomeness. It was just like each day there was maybe one or two things that I thought was really neat. Um, so I'll go over, you know, some of the major things, um, and then we'll see if we kind of missed anything. Uh, I know one of the first big things that they showed, uh, was something we had already talked about a little bit, which was, uh, that tiny Tina's wonderlands. And that looked pretty awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for that yet, Oh yeah, but it was oh, magnificent. Yeah. Um, it's just a complete Borderlands spinoff of my favorite expansion from 1, 2, and 3, as well as the pre-sequel and everything. So get a Tiny Tina grown up as a crazy Dungeon Master-style person. Yeah, I Get thought... some pretty big names in it. Will Arnett, uh, Wanda Sykes, and uh, Andy Samberg. Are all NPCs in it? Ashley Johnson's returning as uh, Tiny Tina, of course, because you can't really have Tiny Tina without her. She is mm. Tiny Tina, yeah. and has been. So I like Tiny um, Tina. She's a good. You're, uh, there's no like preset classes either. It's uh, a multi-class hero, so maybe you just gonna choose, pick and choose parts of every hero that's been available so far through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Borderlands game, so who knows how that'll go, but that'd be cool. Yeah. But you get a multi-class, four-person co-op, um, magic and guns, uh, melee as well. So that's what I was really, melee, really, so. really stoked on. Was it like using magic and shooting at the same time? And then let's see. Um, another one that was kind of alluded to that we we're expecting to see was the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I'm pretty excited for this one. Um, I think uh, I, I like the idea of it a lot better than what they did with Avengers. Um, this one just seems a little I, I, I don't know. There's it's, it's not that it was bad. The Avengers one, but it didn't quite seem uh, as familiar as this one seems to. I really like the theme of it. The gameplay, I really um, <clears throat> think looks good. They spent a long time kind of showcasing the gameplay and the kind of RPG, JRPG-esque options of making decisions and those decisions having effects, which I really always am a fan of. Yeah, it looked like a a mashup of what you'd see with typical Final Fantasy games, and then just some like random targeting. Um, yeah. a, looked a lot like how you chose what attacks to do with Final Fantasy fifteen, mm. and, and then and you could have, and then you could activate your uh, your party's abilities as well from a button press, and then choosing what you want them to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, plus the writing seemed really on point for what you'd classically get with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. So. I think that's what it was for me as compared to the Avengers ones is it just seems, you know, I guess the dialogue and the interactions seemed a little truer and the characters just seemed a little more on point than with Avengers. Um, not again, not that it was bad, 
Um, it just seems that this is a better rendition. The, I mean, like I was honestly, I was fine with uh, different people taking up the roles for like the Avengers. I was kind of sad that it was not Chris Pratt voicing yeah, Star Lord. I was also he is hoping literally he... perfect Star Lord. I know, <laughs> I know, but oh well. And yeah, but this one, um, I might even pre-order this one because there's some pretty good pre-order packages going around for it, And that's uh, the only time I'll pre-order is if there's actually good pre-order bonuses to be had. Otherwise, I don't see the point. Um, it's hard for me to pre-order a single player game anymore, so yeah. I'll probably wait around. <laughs> see, we had uh, Mario and Rabid Sparks of Hope as well. Um, another thing exciting, I'm sure, for those who have uh, Switch, but or no, no, even this is going to be released on Windows. So that seems that seems weird that their Mario stuff is going even on Windows, but Shinigami Tensei isn't. That seems odd, right? Oh, Mario and Rabbits. Yeah. That, that was getting the PC release. No, it is getting a PC release. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, no, no, it's not. Never oh, mind. I re- I misread well, okay. that. No, I misread that. Never okay. mind. It is. I was like, I, I was like, thought. what? Okay, yeah, no, that's <laughs> it's switch. It's just switch. Um, um, the article I was just that glancing at it on one of my screens, <laughs> and it said the release window is 2022, and I saw window. I'm like, oh, Windows, but it's okay. Um, so yeah, so that's switch only. Um, I'm, I mean, uh. Rabbits isn't a franchise I've ever really been into, so it's not something overly excited, <clears throat> exciting for me. Um, but I'm sure there's people out there who are excited for it. Uh, uh, I mean, the previous Mario and Rabbits crossover did fairly well, so mm-hmm. um, this one looks just as ridiculous as the previous <laughs> ones. So who knows? On our Xbox side, uh, we have The Outer Worlds 2. Um, this is mm-hmm. a sequel that was announced at the Xbox E3 showcase. Um, it's going to be exclusive to Xbox Series X and S and PC. Um, I thought this looked pretty awesome. I really loved the campiness of it. I laughed my ass off pretty hard multiple times. Um, super stoked that it's going to be on PC because I'm going to grab that for sure at some point. Uh, the first one was great. Um, it's Subsidian. They, uh, the people behind the original fallouts um that sort of style of writing uh most recent not most recent not outer worlds uh game would be fallout new vegas um so mm-hmm. you're gonna get more of that style of like severe dark humor campy funny gory visceral <laughs> gameplay so yeah there really wasn't any information. Just said, "Hey, we're working on this. We promise. Mm-hmm. We got nothing for you, but it's coming." Yeah. <laughs> and then back on our Nintendo side, we had an announcement of Metroid Dread. This one maybe. So Metroid Dread. This is another one that's going to be for Switch. This combined with Shinigami Tensei and um, Breath of the Wild. Um, as well as the existing Pokemon games, I think is finally going to force me into buying a Switch. So congratulations, Nintendo. You won. Um, I'm super stoked for this, though. Um, this is the it's going to be a kind of a more traditional old school 2D Metroid game. The first really true Metroid game we've had in like 15 years. Um, it looks amazing. I am. I was a huge Metroid fan um, way, way back on when I had Super Nintendo. So I'm super, super happy uh, to see this making a comeback. 
Uh, yeah, it's officially Metroid Five. Um, it's not yep. Prime, so it's not the first-person one. It's yeah, no, this is our is traditional Metroid, Metroid real Metroid. Metroid. Game, so. Yeah, um, and this is going to be uh, released October this year, October eighth. So, um, and I'm actually hoping to have a Switch by then. Then we had, <laughs> and I, I, I have mixed feelings about this, uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which was the Souls-like uh, Final Fantasy that we had heard rumors of. And it's like, I don't know, the game itself looks amazing. I really love the look of the game. The character designs I have some disagreements with, but it is what it is. I'm... I don't know. It it seems it weird. Like they took the the edgiest characters of every Final Fantasy they've ever made. Yeah, and it, it mashed them together for those three. I mean, it's just <laughs> the, the modern style doesn't make sense. It's all Final Fantasy fifteen esque, and it's not that I have a problem with that style. Um, but I would, I you know, being that this is Final Fantasy Origins and we're fighting chaos, I'm expect I was expecting to see like a classic Warrior of Light styled character. Um, not for some reason, uh, a buddy of Noctis. I, I don't know. Um, it just seemed, it, it just seemed weird. And then and there's, you know, we have all the memes going around and people joking about the chaos, chaos, chaos. And it was funny, but I don't know if to me, that seemed like more of a translation, not a translation problem, but something that, um, I'm guessing that the Japanese trailer sounded a lot more fluid than the American dubbed version of it did, because um, I've I've seen especially Final Fantasy early Final Fantasy trailers like that where it seemed like really weird where they say weird shit or do it just kind of cut weirdly, um, and then the game it's just really really good and it's it's a product of of uh localization it's not translationary it's localization thing not happening um that i remember that happened with type o like really really hard too um but i don't think it's quite as as bad as people seem to think it is as far as the the chaos 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 i think that's really just a localization fuck up in the trailer itself um, especially because these early trailers, they don't pour a lot of localization effort into generally. Um, so, but we'll see. Uh, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on it. Um, I um, haven't been able to play the demo since I don't have a PS5, but. <laughs> Who does? Seven yeah. people in the world. <clears throat> Were you going to say something? I actually Sean? saw one. I saw a PS5 in real life <gasps> for the first time yesterday. Oh. Wow. Whoa, how? Mm. One of the residents uh, at the place I work has one, and it's huge. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah, the even she was DC impressed. <laughs> um, I mean, look, for all you know, that could be the actual writing because Square Enix did not put their best writer on the case. They put uh, Daisuke no. Watanabe on it. Um Kingdom Hearts is a mess. Let's be quite and, honest. <laughs> and I'm sure it is. But w what I'm saying is they have a lot of stuff like that where they'll say something like that and they'll jumble it into um, into the trailers in such a way that it's it just kind of is grinding to the West a little bit, I think. 
Um, cause I, I don't know. There's been games where they, where they like say weird edgy things like that. And like every single time they say it in the game appears in the trailer for some reason. Um, but I've noticed whenever that happens, the game is like really, really hype in Japan and it gets, you know, teased in the West. And so that's what makes me feel like it's some sort of localization issue because i've seen that i saw that happen with typo and i saw that happen with dirge of cerberus too i mean look it's uh it's a game by team ninja they make fantastic mm. wonderful action games so you got nothing to worry about it'll probably be campy overly edgy yeah um what's on a base the one working on it's uh like i said his previous games with square have been a mess um mm. they are pretty universally loved though so Take it for what you want. I mean, yeah. I wish it could I could also just be uh, having to work with Disney thing though too. So I wish I could get my hands on the demo somehow. But what I have heard from the demo is that it's pretty good. So I haven't been able to play it myself, but I've heard a lot of positive things about the actual gameplay. Um, so that's reassuring, especially because it's a Square Enix game. So if I don't like the way the character looks, we all know that there's going to be a million and one different ways to change the way the character looks. So it's fine. Uh, it's I think Square Enix really just said, hey, we want you to make a Final Fantasy game in your style. So well, really, Square Enix is there in name only because they mm -hmm. they do let their developers do what they want. And, and even with this, like, I, I've seen gameplay footage where it's showing him change. Like, if you change, you can change different styles and it'll change your armor. So um, I'm sure it's the temporary appearance. Oh, I also saw this interesting theory um, that it might be that these are characters that you only use for, like, the first 10% of the game. And then they all die and you start playing as the actual Warrior of Light. Um, but I don't I don't know how much weight you're that a bit early. Yeah, to, to have any sort of theory crafting on it. Yeah, I, I don't I, I read the whole a whole the whole theory on it and it. But the whole thing didn't hold very much weight to me. Um, It just yeah, the whole thing doesn't really didn't really hold weight. Um, but there's a lot of theory crafting going around over it just off of what we've seen. Uh, um, I bet you chaos is going to be in there. <laughs> we also got our uh, Forza Horizon 5 trailer, um, which is exciting for those that are really into the racing games. This almost pissed me off because I was like, when the trailer first started, I was like, ooh, what's this? And like part of me somewhere deep, deep back is like, is this going to be the next Elder Scrolls 6 trailer? Because it was showing kind of a desertous environment and, you know, we have all the rumors about High Rock and stuff, so it's um and then and then Forza cars start flying out. I was like, ah. I mean, Forza Horizon is a great fucking racing game. Like, I, they've always looked gorgeous. Um, I'm sure it is. Like, I just don't like racing to get games. a race through and. In uh, Mexico, it takes place over Mexico. I really think you should try out Horizon. Well, no, uh, it's, it's on Games Pass. It's the, the, it's not just a typical racing game. Yeah, because uh, it's just I don't I just don't like racing games. It's not about Forza. It's just I've never liked racing games much at all. I just I love the Forza making deliveries. <clears throat> Say again. Yeah, they alternate between Mainline and, and Horizon now, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. I like the. Uh, the like super 
tuning and accurate race tracks. I like me a good classic race. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, trailer for Redfall? I did not. Oh, uh, damn. It looks pretty good. I'm going to put it in the Discord. Now. I, don't, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Arcane Austin is creating it. Uh, looks like Vampire Left for Dead. So Basically, yeah. Yeah, Vampire get, uh, Left for Dead sounds about right. Arcane's brand of special powers. So I think Dishonor, Dishonor 2, what mm-hmm. we have coming with Deathloop as well. So, yeah. And then we had an announcement for Contraband, another co-op open world game, which is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Um, did you catch this one at all? Uh, which one? Um, Contraband. Contraband? Uh, no. Um, I did not either. It's I, from, I didn't even hear of this one. It's from Avalanche Studios, who did um, the Just Cause and uh, collaboration with Xbox Game Studios. Okay. Um, it's described as a co-op smuggler's paradise set in a fictional uh, world. Go ahead. Oh, I just said, oh, oh. I was oh, yeah. responding with wonderment. Yeah, so it's um, it looked interesting. It's not really my cup of tea, um, but it definitely looks interesting. I just posted a thing for the Redfall also. I'll post one for Contraband if you guys want to check out what it looks like. Oops. Okay. Um, and then let's see what else. We had uh, Plague Tale Requiem, which is a sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, also going to be coming out on Xbox Game Pass. Um, and Somerville, another one that's going to be uh, game pass day one and i think we have more on that a little bit later a lot of the stuff that's going to be day microsoft. one on game pass microsoft is killing it with mm-hmm. their game pass deal that's yeah, gotta say uh jurassic world evolution 2 was also announced um and so it's a park building sim in which you construct and run your own Jurassic Park, um, just like Jurassic World Evolution was. Um, I didn't even know this existed. The, the first one, I mean, prior really? to this. Yeah, no, I was like, what? So that's pretty neat. I got to check that out for sure. That was another one that they announced they're doing updates on. It was Rocksmith. I had never heard of that one either. That blew my mind. I'm super stoked on that. I'm buying the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? I'm so, how have you just never heard of these? I don't. I, I, don't yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't Rocksmith. know. Rocksmith has been out since like has been out since like 2010. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, dude. I really couldn't. I was. Uh, well, if- followed on the heels of like the original rock band well 2010 <laughs> that would make sense because i was pretty out of touch around that time i wasn't doing anything uh, video game related. yeah that's right <laughs> so i don't know but uh, I, i'm pretty stoked on this uh i definitely want to try this out and pick it up uh, especially because um my base skills have definitely left me now that it's been so many years um so this would probably be a good way for me to pick it back up and start in again i think Uh, let's see. We have replaced. Uh, I don't know if you caught that one. That was another one that's going to be Xbox Game Pass. Um, 
if I remember correctly, this is the one that uh, had like the really high grade 2D art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super cool. Um, and then Metal Slug Tactics was announced, an all new strategy based spin on the classic run and gun series, Metal Slug. Um, and then we have WarioWare, Get It Together, which was um, basically a whole bunch of WarioWare little mini-games. Mini-game, yeah. That looks pretty fun. neat, yeah. That was I'm so neat. excited for that. It's like the dumbest game to be so excited for, but every other WarioWare has been a blast. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, we have Shinigami Tensei Five, which I know Doc has some words about. I'm super excited, but I have not yet watched the trailer. What? I'm I'm busy. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Hmm. Got a fight. Watch a trailer. It's like a minute long. Watch it between fights. I have an SSD. There isn't a minute between hmm. fights. Yeah, there is, because you're waiting on people who don't have an SSD. You don't load for them. <laughs> hmm. It just doesn't load. Most most of the people I play with have SSDs too, so it loads up really fast. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely stoked for that. The and the Breath of the Wild too. Like it's there's a lot of stuff going on in Switch that I'm like super excited for. I'm, it's definitely convinced me to get a Switch now. What all did they say about Breath of the Wild too? Um, it's just, it just it just looks awesome. I I haven't looked that much into Breath of the Wild, and that got me looking into Breath of the Wild in general more, um, which got me hype for getting a Switch in general again. Um, then we had some stuff coming from Capcom. We had Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin. Um, Monster and, Hunter Pokemon. Yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, and also from Bethesda, we had finally some uh, kind of trailer on Starfield. Um, and of course, the announcement that it'll be Xbox exclusive. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Um, and then uh, Pete Hines apologized to every yeah. PlayStation owner. So um, I, I, I was just... pretty much expecting it to not be on PlayStation, and that's fine. Um, Bethesda yeah. games I'm perfectly happy with on PC because I like modding Bethesda games, so it is what it is. Yeah. So. Bethesda games without mods. Are you are you are you really playing the game yet? It, exactly. So that's why I'm like. It, I mean, it, honestly, you've probably actually played the game rather than spending thirty hours trying to find out what mods fucking everything up. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> It's like, all right, I got these 200 mods installed. Something's wrong. I'll come back to it later. And later ends up being like four months. Right. Sounds about right. And then uh, we also got another announcement for a new Super Smash Bros. character as well. Azuya, yes, yeah. of Tekken fame. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so this was... A nice surprise because typically they've been adding uh, Fire Emblem characters <laughs> and mm -hmm. Fire Emblem characters and Fire Emblem characters. Um, so yeah, uh, Kazuya Mishima, um, pretty much like one of the faces of Tekken along mm. with Jin. So 
Uh, his trailer was pretty neat. It, it's a, it followed along the darkness of how Sephiroth's reveal trailer kind of was, except, you know, Sephiroth didn't actually stab through Mario. Kazuya's straight up throwing people <laughs> into a volcano as sacrifices. <laughs> Except for the, Kirby, who floats away. The Kirby thing was epic. The, the Kirby yes. thing was so. Epic. Um, We've also been falling into volcanoes in Smash Bros. since the first one. Hmm. Like that, that, that happens all the time in in the Super Smash Bros. canon. <laughs> so, am I forgetting anything? Any big announcements on E3 that I skipped over? Uh, big announcements. There was a bunch of stuff reveal about Back for Blood. Back for Blood. I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah, they had a whole like section um, for it. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple good news uh, tidbits about Back for Blood. Um, coming to Game Pass uh, day one. Um, so you'll have it available on Game Pass on both PC and console. So and cloud as well. So dude, they're gonna up neat. the price of Game Pass soon. They've got to. There's uh, too much shit coming out like that. I mean, if enough if enough people are subscribed, they don't really need to, though. That's mm. the thing. It's like they're getting returns based on the number of people subscribed. And people who have a console automatically have that subscription. There's no reason not to have a Game Pass subscription because yeah, why would you not have it? People mm. on PC, they have it because it's access to a huge library. It's not like every new game is there. So... But uh, yeah, so there's also a new PvP mode where four people will take on various uh, zombies to fight against four players who are humans. Um, also, a good bit of news about DLC content for it. Um, as long as someone in the party owns the DLC, everyone will have access to said DLC. So you guys can split up who's buying DLC for it, then nice. if you're just playing with the same... Uh, the same group of four people who are playing got access to everything you can need. Hmm. Um, and then a bad bit, it's always online. So it is a games as a service game. Hmm. Um, so even if you want to play with AI party only offline, tough luck. You can play with AI party only online. That would be super not surprising if it would. But I hate, I hate always online stuff. Yeah. And, and I get that, but it's the fact that it's Game Pass from day one makes it a little redemptive um, because there's a lot of free ways to own. There, there's essentially not free, but there's a there's a um, the, a lot of people are going to own the game just because they have Game Pass. You know what I mean? So it's uh, is it going to be full price, like $60 face value game or is it going to be like a $40 uh, digital game? Or do we know any of that? Uh, we don't know how much yet. Mm. All right. Well, I think that's about it for our E3 stuff going on. Well, um, I got a few more things. Oh, what else do we have for E3? Uh, there's a bunch of stuff announced for Battlefield 2042. Also oh, during the right. Xbox conference. Um, we got our first look at the gameplay. It's over the top. It's ridiculous. It's Battlefield. <laughs> um, also, they had they want to ensure twenty four seven Battlefield mayhem is always available. So whenever you start up a game, it will auto populate uh, AI bots until people start filling in. So huh. um, this is uh, this is on the heels of EA and Dice actually working on uh, 
working with EA's seed division, which is their AI division. So um, DICE is going to be uh, the first uh, real publisher within EA to take advantage of their uh, proprietary AI and see how this goes for Battlefield 2042. We also have the uh, announcement of Fatal Frame, Maiden of Black Water. Um, it's coming to PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, Switch, PS4, and PS5 later this year. Um, this is previously a Wii U only Fatal Frame game. Fatal Frame game. Uh, the Fatal Frame games are pretty fun. You, you pretty much are taking pictures and not dying to like ghosts and spirits and shit. So it's a huh. it's a uniqueish horror game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we get a uh, river. We get more River City Girls games. Um, river City Ransom spinoff, uh, River City Girls, as well as a remastered classic of the original. So we're getting a sequel, direct a direct sequel to River City Girls, a uh, River City Girls two, and a remastered classic of River City Ransom. So I'm sorry, uh, River City Girls zero, as opposed to Shin Niketsu Koha. Kunio Tachi no Banka. Uh, so uh, I made a name that Thor could pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That- oh, yeah. Just a couple. There was a couple more Xbox tidbits. Um, Microsoft is hoping to bring the Xbox Series X and S exclusives to Xbox One via cloud gaming. So via cloud, they want you to be able to play all of their Xbox Series X and S games uh, on your old console. So that's cool. That's neat. That's a way to get access to it. Um, More reasons to have Game Pass, no matter what. Um, Later this year, we're going to be getting our Xbox mini fridge finally. (laughs) They announced that as well. It is now officially happening. Inserts, oh my God, it's happening gifts or whatever you want to do. It's hilarious. It was a pretty uh, epic they, trailer for it too. <laughs> they also are they also are wanting to expand their Xbox division into televisions. So they want to make it so you can have access to like I think maybe just the cloud via an application on smart TVs already, or they're planning to launch TVs that just straight up have Xboxes built in. So would buy. That might get me to buy an Xbox. I'm like, oh, okay. Extra two hundred bucks in the TV. In the G- yeah, I'd do that. They also announced a whole slew of games coming to Games Pass. Uh, we have Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, which actually came at the start of E3 on the thirteenth. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance the twenty second. Flight mm. Simulator for Xbox. Um, the Ascent. Hades twelve minutes, which was like a a cool um, looking live action point and click adventure thing i don't know how to describe it <laughs> uh psychonauts 2 origami 2 sable back for blood age of empires 4 which had me super excited um forza horizon 5 uh shredders and a curious scorn among us hello neighbor 2 the gunk and halo infinite with the date of holiday 2021 nice. so Oh, and they yeah. did say that they also did would show up on the games past November 11th, mm-hmm. 2022. So solid. And then 
I guess um, was it? I think you posted about Xbox um, porting exclusives over to PS5 soon. Uh no, it was a previous exclusive, the medium coming to PS5. Oh. Uh, where you're playing through the game twice at once, just the screen split, one in the real world, one in the spirit world as the main characters. So okay. I remember I remember it looked really, really cool. Um it got a few bad knocks on it on older generation older gen, uh, console generation hardware just because it's rendering the game twice at the same time so mm. uh, that would be what you're thinking of there gotcha on uh, some of our playstation news some more rumors on our ps5 front um, apparently, you have Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart PS5 bundles are appearing online. Um, they've popped up immediately as either sold out or unavailable. Um, <laughs> and then immediately, you know, removed after that and that whole shebang that we get from the leaks. But we have art for them and that tells us that there will be coming out on the next round of, you know, PS5 manufacturers, a, a bundle with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which is exciting for me because if i can manage to get my hands on one that would be a best case scenario because that's definitely a game i would want for ps5 um so if i can get one in a bundle like that i would be pretty stoked and Look, then you'd just be happy getting a ps5 yeah that's fair yeah okay yeah that's fine <laughs> mr um, i pre-ordered uh a game for ps5 when i don't have a ps5 indeed Indeed, I have now a PS5 game and no PS5, so gotta have me my steelbooks. Um, and on speaking of PlayStation, and this is another thing I'd wait for PS5 for if I was gonna do it. Uh, Cyberpunk has returned to the PlayStation Store. Yes. Uh, Sony apparently feels the game is gonna get the place five billion patches and six months later, so. <laughs> Has it been six months since the launch? It's been like four or five, right? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Actually, the uh, update one point two three uh, just came out today. I'm still just waiting on DLC, and my multiplayer I'll never get. Hmm. I'm so excited for multiplayer, goddamn! It would have been <laughs> so good. But yeah, so if you own a PS4. Um, you are now able to purchase Cyberpunk 2077 again. Uh, game met Sony's quality standards, it seems, this time around mm -hmm. again. So have fun, enjoy. <laughs> it really it really is a really fun game. And um for those who have Grand Theft Auto online for Xbox 360 or PS3, servers are being shut down. It's only been 10 years. I'm, I something. can't believe I they know. were. When I read this, my first thought was they were still open. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, I think, is just free on PS4, PS5, PC. I think I could be wrong. Maybe it's just like a $5, $10 purchase. Who knows? But yeah, so if you're playing on a PS3 or 360, um, Sorry, <laughs> that's uh, better. 
better purchase uh ps4 because you ain't finding a ps5 or xbox series x or a gpu yeah <laughs> hope <laughs> And Facebook has started testing ads in Oculus games. Now, when we say ads in Oculus games. We mean ads in the games, like real life advertisements in the games you paid for and are playing. Here's the question. Are they ads that are incorporated into the games, like on a billboard in the game? It could be an ad for a real thing. Or are these going to be commercials that interrupt your fucking gameplay? Because, um, that's because a good if, question. If, because if it's like an ad for a real item, that's actually kind of cool to see that in a game. Like, I'm OK with that. Like, yeah. they're they're paying the game's developers to, like, you know, put their ad in the game. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, like, no, 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 like, no. This isn't up to the developers. This is up to Facebook. They're using the oh. same targeted advertising. Um, uh advertising software that they use on facebook itself on instagram uh i think don't they on whatsapp then there's, now? then there's no way it's integrated it has to be like pause your gameplay force to watch this ad ad ends resume gameplay there's no way it can be integrated um, they're gonna it put algorithms <laughs> that complex in it um. So, so far, it's uh allows you, it'll just show the ads in random locations and allow you to click on the ad and save it for later. So they pop but up. This is, <clears throat> yes. For, they're, um, they're, they're 3D, like, VR pop-ups. That's beautiful. Great. <laughs> so, so um, your normal Facebook profile information you're already targeted for any, like, age, gender, height, weight... <laughs> ethnicity information you put into oculus uh will also be fair game for it so um i hope you and <laughs> i wonder how this will work because i get really weird fucking facebook ads sometimes like have a really <laughs> a weird really, oculus I, experience i guess <laughs> i've been getting facebook ads for a cbd company called not pot and it's all fucking waifu based and <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I can't that argue, was, man. It's that was very specific. Targeted. It is perfectly targeted for me if I could use CBD products. That's, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy specific, though. You know, wow. if I if I can, if a it, it might happen in a, a couple of weeks or so, but if I can start using CBD topical creams, I'm gonna fucking buy it from uh, Not Pot because <laughs> that's perfectly fucking targeted to me. Yeah. Give me some of that CBD icy hot, yeah. Uh, That'll be great after a workout. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so I wonder if that's what I was getting at is I wonder if these ads are going to be available to everyone in it. Like if everyone will see the host players ads, because there's going to be some people seeing wish ads for dildos. <laughs> <laughs> in their Oculus. In their Oculus. Or this is, that's fine. I'm sure they're used to that. What's better is like, there's at least sometimes someone's going to go to their buddy's house and be like, can I try out your Oculus? They're going to be like, sure. And they're going to put that shit on and they're going to see some shit that they're never going to unsee. It's, <laughs> it's not when you put your help, when we put your Oculus on, like a uh, dildo advertisement. It's when your grandma's like, let me see that. And then they, she puts it on and then she's seeing the dildo advertisements. That's what it's going to be. I would be full of waifu CBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daki Makaras and sports advertising. Someone's gonna see this. Like, what the fuck? 
fuck do you do with your life? Like, look, I go to I go to football games with my docky, man. I don't care. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Whew. Okay, so let's uh, so let's close things out by talking about some Pokemon Go <laughs> updates and Pokemon Home as well. Which the stuff I'm going to talk about with Pokemon Home is a little older, but I just discovered it and it's definitely worth <laughs> chatting about for sure. Um, I ain't seen it. It's new to me. Yeah. Well, no, and it's it's like it. I I mean I I'm pretty active in a lot of groups and stuff on Facebook, and it's not something that's talked about. So it doesn't seem like it's very well known, and so it's it's a very overlooked Pokemon Go feature that is like just terrible. It should not be. It is amazing. So, um, just in some news though, um, as I'm sure a lot of you know already, um, the Regigas raids are now live. So check those out if you haven't already. They're only going to be live until sunday at 8 p.m local time um there's also some uh, exclusive field research available right now all you have to do is log in to unlock um said research uh and this is going to be crucial for getting yourself a purified <clears throat> um ho pokemon from giovanni so make sure you check out that stuff i'm sure a lot of you have already done that already um some new features that are being beta tested and rolled out slowly right now that they've announced uh, alongside with a revamp of their main website. They're adding a real-time sky mechanic that mimics a player's skylight based on their geographical location. Um, so just kind of adding more and more to that realism into the AR stuff that they do. Um, and additional Pokedex classifications to help keep track of different Pokemon um, with various attributes. So, um, and I, I, I can't, I, I don't know if I had how much I talked to you about this yet, Doc, because I, I knew I was going to talk about it today. But if you haven't checked out Pokemon Home, like you need to. It is crazy awesome. And another reason why I really want to get a Switch now. <clears throat> So Pokemon Home is kind of a – it's a cloud-based service, and it's kind of like if you recall from the Nintendo 3DS, the Pokemon Bank. Um, it's not unlike that, and in fact, you can transfer Pokemon Bank Pokemon into Pokemon Home. Um, how Bank worked is for all your Pokemon games on um, DS and 3DS, you could transfer them to this game called Bank that was this virtual storage for all your Pokemon, and so you could have them in, in extra storage, and you could kind of freely trade them between games as well um so that's what the the goal is for this is you can store all and and you don't get a lot of room you can only store 30 after that you have to pay a subscription service which is only 15 dollars a year and if you pay 15 dollars a year then it goes from 30 to six thousand, which is a big difference um wow. so you can store all of them in here but here's the rub um right now you it can you can trade in Pokemon from Pokemon Bank, so your old 3DS Pokemon, and from Pokemon Go. So you can trade Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Home, um, and then all of the Switch games. So Sword and Shield and Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, you can trade them into. <clears throat> oh, sorry, the Pokemon Eevee, Pokemon um, 
Pikachu, like Bank, and Pokemon Go, you can only trade into. Uh, but Pokemon Sword and Shield, and according to what they've said, they hint at at least future Pokemon games, um, you can trade out of as well. So that means while you can't take anything out of Pokemon Home and add it to Pokemon Go, if you catch something in Pokemon Go, you can trade it to Pokemon Home and then trade it from Home to Sword and Shield. Now let me explain why that's significant. Because if you're like me and you get really pissed off when you say you find a legendary you've been after a long time or a shiny um, and it has shit IV like the you know I've got so I've got a shiny Scyther I was so excited to get and then had literally zero stars on its IV or I have a shiny Mewtwo that only has two stars instead of three or four but now Here's the thing. Pokemon Go, there's no way to get IVs up whatsoever. But in Sword and Shield, you can raise IVs. So if you find something um, that's shiny or legendary that's not really good IV in Pokemon Go, you can trade it into Pokemon Home and then port it into your Sword and Shield and just raise its attributes. So that's what I'm doing now because normally what Dirt Wizard and I do is we hold on to our shinies and then we trade them across to give another chance at reroll on their IV if they weren't already max. Um, before, after we traded them, if it wasn't max again, um, then I would just hold on to it and throw it on top of gems that I knew it was going to drop to zero and didn't care about anyways. Um, but my new plan for them is any shinies that I have like that, I'm just going to toss into Pokemon Home, and then I've got a shiny in Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I can just raise its IV if I need to. Now, that's really dope all by itself, but wait, there's more! So another really cool. Wait, 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 wait! You missed an opportunity. You, you forget. You didn't. You missed the opportunity to say, "Oh wait, there's Thor!" Ha! Sorry, damn it. No. <laughs> so um, when you do that with Pokemon Go, you also get a mystery box. This mystery box works just like an incense. Uh, or it's, or I think it's called a wonder box. Uh, it's either wonder box or mystery box. But when you um, when you trade it, or, or when when you transfer from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Home the first time, you get this box. When you open it, it works just like an incense, where for um, a half an hour to an hour, depending on if there's events going, um, it'll spawn a Pokemon every minute. But instead of being random or to the area, it spawns Meltons. Um, and this is the primary way, I guess, that you're supposed to get the Melton Pokemon. That's why they have 400 candy. So to get those 400 to evolve it into Melmetal, you just do this over and over because the deal is um, you pop it and it, it spawns them a whole bunch for a half an hour to an hour. Then um, it has a cooldown of three days. After three days, then you can trade another Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Home. And once you do that, you can open the mystery box again. So it's a process of doing that every three days um, in order to constantly get those Meltons. And I already have enough now. Um, oh, I, I think I'm like 20 candies away from being able to evolve into a Melmetal finally. So... Um, it's really, really helpful. Um, I mean, even if you're just looking for stuff to catch, it's really nice to have. 
Pokemon Go is a good place to store things. After I get a Switch, I'm probably going to pay the $15 a year for the 6000 storage just because that's rad. Um, and I'm just going to start building up my collection. It's it's the intention of it, especially because it's cloud-based. Unlike Pokemon Bank, which was a game that you had to get, this being cloud-based is essentially – um, the implication and what they allude to is that that 6,000 will probably continuously go up, and as new Pokemon games are released, they'll be added into this, and it'll be a place that you can essentially you know, catch them all, catch your Pokemon and put them in here, and you don't have to worry about hunting down those same Pokemon in future games. This also alleviates a huge complaint, and this is one of the reasons this happened, is that there isn't, um, there's no national Pokedex of Sword and Shield. If you remember that whole debacle that you couldn't get absolutely everything, well, this is how you can finally start doing that. So that way they don't have to put literally everything in every game. They can say, well, go buy the other games or get Pokemon Go and transfer them to home because your collection of where all of your Pokemon collection is kept is now going to be Pokemon Home instead of any one individual game so it kind of branches and webs them all together and that's for me that's super exciting i think that's great um another thing doc that you should think is pre- that, that i think is pretty awesome um you can trade inside of pokemon home so while we can't trade in and you can do that remotely um now that's Ooh. something you can only do again if you have the premium one that you pay 15 dollars a year for but if you if only one of the two people involved actually it's it could be up to 20 i think because if you have that you can create a trade room and like up to 20 people can go inside of the room to trade with you um so while we can't trade in pokemon go if i had that we could trade pokemon through pokemon home still so there's there's a lot of really right. cool. It's on features. it's on my new phone. Nice, just nice. got it. Perfect. But I have to I have to boot up my switch real quick mm. to get my Nintendo account information. Oh yeah, you uh, definitely want it to all be linked and and savvy and stuff. But yep. But yeah, no. As soon as I found that, I'm like, oh my god, I have something to do with my like low IV shinies now. I was so stoked, man. Uh, it was such a good feeling to know I can like those aren't just dumps now. I can do something with them. It was mm-hmm. I was so stoked. But so yeah, if, if you play Pokemon Go, I urge you to check out Pokemon Home. Anyone who does. Um, so that's it for news. Um, for me, obviously, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Um, this last week, and I've also been doing a lot of RuneScape and Final Fantasy uh, 14. Um, a lot of my efforts this week have been spent actually on tabletop stuff uh because i've been putting a lot of work into um the tabletop game that we play um but i have been doing rounds i've actually been pushing pretty hard in both runescape to get the yak track done and final fantasy um because i'm trying to uh start getting my classes all prepped for endwalker getting them all to level 80 and such um how about you guys what have you been playing this last week sasquatch um, I've been playing Guilty Gear Strive. Nice. Uh, yeah. Been playing Valorant, some League of Legends. I've been playing the CDL variants in Black Ops Cold War. It's been pretty fun. So nice. Um, I think that's it. A lot of shooters have that button mashing. Yeah. Like controlled button mashing. Like I know what I'm doing. Hmm. Sometimes just turn the button mashing because my hands don't sync up. How about you, Doc? What have you been playing? 
I played Shin Megami Tensei 3 for a couple hours, and then the rest of the week was entirely spent <laughs> playing Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> That's understandable. Oh, man. It's so good. <laughs> it's so much fun. I missed Vertical Love. We should fight. I miss vertical love. Like I'm still inherently trying to vertical love after a certain chemical love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not going to work. And then I'm killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I still try to do Exard combos. It, it always <laughs> fails because they don't work. <laughs> no, they're different. <laughs> I, I, unless you're like playing Soul, Soul still plays like however he wants. <laughs> so I think Soul and Kai are probably still the same because they're like uh, the two starter characters, aren't they? Pretty much. Uh, Kai is incredibly different from his Exile style. Yeah, he's he is no longer about the grinder. He doesn't oh. he doesn't push you into the corner and then infinitely loop his fifty fifty mix up while you're. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was like the most boring thing to play against. Hmm. But I like I like the new Kai. He's a lot more fun to watch. It's not just the same loop over and over and over again for like yeah. 99 seconds. All right, thanks. I'm pretty hyped. They've already oh. uh, they've already announced uh, upcoming DLC, I think, as early as August. I think they, they even what it some is? characters. So. Oh, yeah, we've we've. We've got five names that could be the first five. Ooh. Venom? Uh, yeah, Venom? Venom? No. Venom. Venom. Ah! Sorry. You get your poop out of here. <laughs> I mean, Venom to come back. That would be super dope. He's a cool character. Um, but let's see. We got possibilities of Jam returning and uh, the the new character from the story mode uh happy chaos which is his name has caused me very much confusion with the whole chaos memes in the final fantasy groups um oh what's his name the general the big man like big like potemkin big I can't remember his name, uh, but Jacko and uh, that man are hmm. also on that list. Gotcha. I'm excited for Jacko. She is best girl, hmm. and I really want to see how they bring her gameplay style into Strat. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us this Four week. minions. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, and check us out at our main page on facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. And coming soon, www.darkfeathergaming.com. So keep an eye on that on the horizon. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a good weekend. Johnny. Have a good night.